0: Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, the Yankees split four with the Minnesota Twins. They come into town, uh, take the first two in the Bronx, but the Yankees uh, even it out, taking the final two games and getting an outstanding uh, star from Garrett Cole, who's really looking right now, you know, having perhaps a special season for himself, and maybe that means something for the team. So get into the Minnesota series, but before we do, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. So whether it's your first time listening or you've listened multiple times, but you still haven't you haven't gotten on the edge yet of subscribing. I don't know why you haven't, but hit that subscribe button and get notified when new content goes up throughout the rest of the season. A lot more baseball left. So uh, Yankees coming in. Um, you know, obviously, probably looking up into seeing the you know the Rays almost never losing, but again, finally they did uh, take a lo- you know take some losses there uh, against uh, Toronto. So I guess they are human after all. But nevertheless, uh, the Yankees having this home stand again is going to begin again with Minnesota, and of course, Otani and the Otani show comes to town uh, right after. And for the series, you know, you were looking forward to it for a couple of reasons. Um, Obviously, if you hate calls, Correa, you know, Correa did burn the Yankees a little bit. Obviously, you want to see him fail a little bit more to turn out to be the case, but also you were licking your chops to get an opportunity to boo Joey Gallo, but unfortunately that would not be the case, Uh, Gallo, um, on the industry reserve list, so he wasn't even available during the series, and just miraculously comes off once Minnesota leaves town, so you know who knows uh, if he was really hurt or not, he just probably maybe doesn't want to get abused for four games at Yankee Stadium, but nevertheless, uh, game one was Johnny Brito, who was, uh, again, kind of the... Um, kind of coming out of nowhere lately, got his first win and last start. And I kind of really liked the way he looked. I mean, he just looked comfortable, looked, you know, just in control there. Well, this was, a, unfortunately, the exact opposite in this game. Put the Yankees in early hole. Couldn't even get out of the first inning. Minnesota just bombed on him right away. A home run by Carlos Correa, his first of the season. And he actually came in. You know, people would ever want to say about Volpe. Okay, he's just a rookie. But Carlos Correa at this point batting on the, you know, batting under 200, had no home runs. Now he missed the previous four games with back spasm. And that's always been the problem with him. That's why kind of why the Giants want to take the plunge on him. That's why the Mets want to take the plunge on him. Now that was because of the ankle injury. This is back spasm, but he's had that back spasm issues as well. Again, kind of an injury plagued uh, gentleman. So this is kind of why, and I didn't want him at all. And that's why a lot of teams didn't turn on, but, uh, but in this game finally did make his impact. Also could contribute with a home run. Uh, Again, put the Yankees uh, in it early, um, against 7 nothing hole. And from this game, from onward, uh, Minnesota would just pile on. Uh, really, it was one of those games where the Yankees didn't have a shot. and you just say it's a total clunker. And whatever. I mean, the Yankees really haven't had a game like that this season so far, so I think you could live with it. It's not really a big deal. Uh, the only one similar to that was maybe the the second Phillies game where they lost four to one, but even that wasn't really a blowout. I mean, still technically he had a shot in later innings. This was a game that the Yankees just completely wiped out in the first inning and gives the fans a credit. Even by the, the final inning there, Isaiah kind of fell for pitching it just out of desperation. And of course, with the new rules, if you're losing by uh, nine runs or more, it, it, you know, in, in the ninth inning there, you could go, okay, can you use a position player to uh, pitch there? So that's, that was really the only reason uh, I care if it was out there. So this game was pretty much a mop up. And on the other side for uh, Joe Ryan, Um, The Yankees really couldn't, offense couldn't muster anything against him. Uh, He went seven innings, struck out 10, no walks, and just gave up the one home run to Rizzo. And Rizzo was pretty much the Yankee offense the whole way. He actually hit two home runs uh, in this game. This is a game where we actually saw Judge's 45-game consecutive on-base streak ended. He went 0-3 in this game. Again, really not much from the Yankee offense. And uh, Colton Brewer again the Yankees picked up you know, when they designated Esteban Florian for a sign, put Brew on the roster. After this game, he would be designated for a sign for himself, which again I'm not surprised. I'm not sure why they need him in the first place. It seemed more like less he was a roster spot holder. So uh they sent they designated him for assignment and brought up Greg Weissart uh in the bullpen there yeah, just because maybe the Yankees have been getting a little taxed lately. And of course we saw Weissart last season came up from AAA, the local guy, the Fordham guy. Decent enough, so he'll be up here to see how long. Again, maybe at some point he goes down. Maybe the Yankees make some other moves. But interesting enough for Florio, actually, he was put on waves. It turned out he no one claimed him, so we actually the Yankees were able to re, um, recapture him, so to speak, and then um, put him into AAA. So, um, so if you're a Florio fan, you're like, oh, we don't use him. We don't see him like that. Well, you know, maybe at some point he will again because uh, no other team wanted him. The Yankees took him back, but right now he's in AAA, and now – Brew is gone, and now Greg Weissart is in his favor, and the Yankees lose that first game by a score of 11-2. Again, there's a blowout where it says, hey, we just we stunk this game. Let it go. Really, it's the second game of this of this series where you kind of got to be, you know, kicking yourself with the Yankees let it get away. And, and, again, this is really a series. The Yankees should have took three out of four. They should have won this game, too. Didn't turn out to be the case. Now, you would like the chances going in. Uh, you had Nestor Cortez on the mound. He was kind of dealing, rolling along pretty well. The Yankees had um, an early lead. Now, it started in the bottom of the first. Boone actually batted Volpe leading off. It was a little bit interesting, maybe, again, because he was struggling as well, hitting under 200. And he responded with his first career home run, so good to see him do that, uh, again, from the hometown crowd. Uh, the Sterling call on that is kind of some Italian thing. He kind of goes off a little bit. And the Fox, I don't know if – I don't know if my – maybe Fox, Volpe means Fox in Italians. Yeah, it was a little disappointing to call. I think he's really grasping for straws for that one, but nevertheless, Volpe of gets that one um, off his chest. Gets his first career home run, and it was a back-to-back job because right after Judge batting second hit a home run as well, and again gave Nesta Cortez an early uh, two-nothing lead. Now, finally, in the sixth. The Twins would strike, and it'll be Carlos Correa, who had hit his first um, home run of the season just the night before against the Yankees, would hit his second home run. Kind of a, I would say, like, um, kind of a slicing, definitely a Yankee Stadium home run. Kind of went opposite field, kind of, you know, just got enough bat on the ball. And it was a situation where you weren't going to show if it was going to drop in the corner, but it just kind of went over the right right field wall there. Again, a situation where maybe in a bunch of other ballparks, it's not a home run, but it is for Yankee Stadium. So cut the Yankee lead in half at that point, two to one. But still, you still felt good. Uh, right after that, the Yankees responded right back with Stanton hits a home run of his own, one of his you know patented laser home runs, kind of pulled it and that kind of just dunked over the left field wall. Again, it was a situation where even if it was five hundred feet, it, it was it was just one of those line drive home runs that was going to go on forever, it wasn't a cheapie whatsoever, uh, and gave the Yankees again another two run lead. So at that point, Yankees up three to one. But unfortunately, the mistake. And it, I mean, obviously, ultimately Holmes is pitching, so you got to blame him. So I was blame Boone a little bit. Now it's eighth inning. I understand, look, with the, with the batters are coming up, maybe like the matchups of having Holmes come out early versus be the traditional ninth, um, you know, starting ninth. But again, these relievers, especially closes, the creatures of habit. And when you put them in innings and in situations that is mentally not really used to or just accustomed to, I think it almost always spells out bad. And Holmes, right off the bat, Gives up a single, then a walk, so you already have two runners on. And then calls Correa, who so far you know had been killing the Yankees the first two games. Strikes again, hits a double, scores both of those runs, and now takes what was before a three-two Yankee lead to now a four-three Yankee deficit. Uh, and the, at that point, now the Yankees uh, losing this game. And again, I blame a little bit of Boone on that one. I, I, you know, I don't know the whole Michael King situation. Maybe you know he did want to. You want to use King in that spot, but that, I think that was a spot more appropriate for Michael King than Clay, than Clay Holmes. And unfortunately, of course, the win for Nesta, who kind of left with the lead there, um, left with a 3-2 th- to two lead. But now Nesta loses that win, and then you get a blown save by Holmes. And again, I could blame Boone for a lot of it too. And now the Yankees had dropped the first two games of the series. And with Game 3 coming up with Herman, who, again, hasn't really been that great in his first two starts, you kind of worried a little bit, oh, my God, you know, are we going to lose three out of four? Are going to get swept in this one? Um just because you figure Cole's been rolling. Yeah, he got Cole for game four. But you know, he hasn't lost the game yet. He's due for a loss. He's due for a clunker. So now uh this start by Herman. Really important. He actually he came up big, turned out to have his best start of the season. And now there would be a little controversy. Now he would come out, top of the first, strike out the side, and that was definitely a thing to come Throughout this game, Hermano have his best strikeout performance, 11 strikeouts in total. And they would kind of, you know, catch the attention of opposing manager Rocco Bodelli. He's like, hey, this guy's looking a little too good here you know, with the, the strikeout. Here's a guy who's been struggling a little bit, and why is he getting all these strikeouts? So, gets it out a little bit. But before that, in the second, his uh, catcher, Higgy, gives Hermano an early 2 0 lead with a 2 run home run. And then the Rizzo tacks on after that in the third with a solo home run of his own, his fourth of the season. Again, give that point, uh, give the Yankees a three nothing lead there, but in the fourth, that's when things got interesting. Apparently, early in this game, I guess you know, as you know, when the, the checking the as they started with last season, checking for pitches, you know, checking their hands inside and for any sort of st- sticky substances or cheating. Well, supposedly, they did, you know, see that you know, uh, Herman had some like rosin on his hand, and they kind of told him to to um, uh, wash his hands. That's fine, they didn't really consider it cheating at that point, just say, Hey, just go wash your hands, go inside and wash your hands after, after the inning was done. Fine, he did that. Still seeing that perhaps he still has some of this residue rosin on his pinky. And now I guess, you know, the umpires felt, like, hey, look, but this is not enough that would ha- give him any sort of advantage with the ball like that. Rocco Bell- Boldelli wasn't having it, so that he basically took himself out of the game. Almost like, well, if you're not going to throw me out, I'm almost going to throw myself out there, just uh, in his way of protesting the game. But nevertheless, Herman was able to stay in the game and pitch into the seventh inning there. And all they really did, Boldelli, and maybe a little, you know, a little strategy, it did delay the game for about five minutes or so, just as everyone was kind of talking about it. Boone was getting angry a little bit, and they figured maybe, you know, it gives Herman an opportunity to get cold there, and maybe his team, you know, can finally get some hits and muster a little offense. So you don't know if that's a little gamemanship as well by Boldelli, just seeing his guys strike out left and right, left and right like that. So nevertheless, uh, Herman was as great in this game. Again, a game he really needed, especially the, the previous start. Um, absolutely just got, you know, smoked, looked terrible there. So, uh, this was good, good bounce back front stuff for him. And, you know, again, he really needed, I don't know if his you know, spot in the, in the, in the rotation been in jeopardy yet, but he really needed a good start like this. So, uh, and he, he got it only really responsible for one run, uh, which actually King allowed was a double to Jose uh, Miranda. Uh, so, you know, Herman was responsible for that run. But other than that, Herman brilliant, 6.1 innings. So pitching the seventh, just give up three hits, that one earned run. But again, the eleven strikeouts with no walk there. A lot of swing and misses off his changeup and curveball. And again, when that's going right for him, he could be filthy. And, you know, that's the Herman we saw in 2018 that, you know, won the 18 games. Kind of that, you know, since then, the past, you know, three, four seasons, it's kind of been... You know, in the wilderness a little bit. So I know he had a domestic, uh, the domestic domestic he was suspended for a while, and then had some personal problems and a little inconsistency. But you know, we've kind of been looking for that 2018 Herman now for almost four seasons, four or five seasons now. So you know, if he could kind of round into that form, he's only 30 years old, so it's not like he's an old man. So it's still there. So if he could kind of recapture that, uh, that would be great for the Yankees. And the Yankee offense, uh, pretty much put this game away uh, in the sixth inning. Stanton with a two-run double gave the Yankees at a point six to one, and the Yankees kind of cruise the rest of the way there. And for Volpe in the game, three for three for stolen bases, and you know just the Yankees in general with Clay stealing bases, Volpe stealing bases, kind of you know a new thing. Uh, again, probably has a lot to do with the new rules now and then the pitcher engagements and how many times they get throw over. And the Yankees just seem to be taking advantage of that and just get a, a new sort of you know weaponry for the Yankees uh, stolen the stolen base which again we haven't seen much of them uh, almost forever so it's just kind of good to edit that little chunk again you'd like to see maybe Volpe hit a little better for average but at least he got his you know his first home run off off the schneid there and for himself um he has stolen bases so again if he's not really hitting well at least he's contributing in other ways once he does get on base which then brings us to the final game probably most impressive single you know performance uh, in terms of all the pitching performances, you know, of the series, that'd be by Garrett Cole, who, you know, coming into this one, three and all pitching great for the Yankees. And I kind of mentioned this a few minutes ago, Hey, you know, you expect maybe he's going to throw a clunker finally, because he's just been so good, but he would even be better in this game would wind up and uh, throwing a complete game shutout when all nine innings struck out 10 and only did it with a two, nothing lead there. So, you know, really little to no margin for error for him. Again, this looked like he's really having a special sort of season. Um, you know, again, maybe it's the haircut. Maybe you got, Take You know, crop that hair off the back there and maybe it's, you know, that's helping his pitching. Who knows? But anyway, um, the Yankee offense finally got on the board in the third inning. Uh, both Judge Rizzo on. They kind of they did a the little bit of the hit and run, started the runners there. And it was a good call. So uh, DJ was able to put some good wood on it. Hits a single to right field. Uh, Judge is able to s- score at, at that point. Uh, give, you know, gives the Yankees a one nothing lead. And then in the sixth, DJ just did it all by himself with the bags empty. Uh, hits a solo home run to right field, which at that point gave the Yankees a 2-0 lead. And you think, oh, you know, it's going to be a dicey. But Cole was dealing so well. Didn't really seem to matter. And in this game, hitting some milestones. Tied and then surpassed Whitey Ford um, for the all-time uh, strikeouts for the team. And, and tied, of course, and, and tied Ron Guidry for the Yankee lead, um, getting all-time strikeouts. So, again, Cole kind of going up there in the strikeout strikeout standings and had 98 pitches after eight, eight innings. And Boone kind of, you know, Roll the dice a little bit early in the season. Usually you don't push pitches that far. But again, I think Cole was so locked in. And you saw Holmes, you know, get smacked around a little bit, you know, in game two. Maybe, you know, Boone thought, figure, you know what, maybe Cole, maybe a little tied right now might be my better option. Now, he did have uh, Holmes warming up. And supposedly, Carlos Correa was going to be Cole's uh, last batter regardless. But luckily, Cole was able to get him to fly out uh, with two, two outs in the ninth inning. Ball kind of you know got hit deep a little bit for a second, but maybe it might be a home run, possibly. Maybe if the wind was a little different, maybe that would have gone over the wall and get away. Korea was kind of killing the Yankees the um, the first two games. You think that might be a possibility, but didn't get enough of it. So Cole's able to keep him in the ballpark, get the final out there. They didn't have to use home and again, get Cole going there, throwing the complete game, improving his record to four and zero. Uh, with an ERA under one right now. He he's looks fantastic. And really the story of him so far in this early part of the season has been he hasn't given up one home run yet. Remember last season, gave up a lot of home runs, 33 in total, uh, a lot of situations where he'll just get, you know, be going rolling really well. And then like the fourth, fifth inning, he'll just give up five runs on two of them being two home runs. Just having a lot of bizarre starts like that last season, not the case this season. So whatever he did in the offseason to kind of correct himself, uh, you know, whether it was tipping pitches or, uh, just the workflow with you know the cat his catcher whatever did maybe cutting the hair we don't know what it is. Uh, he's definitely definitely seemed like he's cured the home run bug that bit them last season. So Yankees improved to 10 and six still in second place. Cause again, the Rays got off that 12 and 0 start there. So they kind of still, still have to play a little catch up with them. So, you know, but that's it's very early in the season. Don't really fret too much over these standings. But of course, now I mentioned, the Yankees will have off Monday and then the Otani show comes to town and we'll just see, you know, all the hype and flair with that. And of course, you can have all the, the arguments between judge and Otani, who's the MVP and who's going to be the better player and all that stuff. So uh, that's that as for the Yankees themselves, in terms of the, the, the health, cause mainly focusing on Carlos Rondon. Well, you know, he did throw a little bit, Said so he felt better with the arm, but now you got to be worried, worried about it because nice he, he felt that his back was stiff, and maybe this is from being in, in, inactive a lot, so got to be worried about that. Harrison Beta keeps, you know, running drills and stuff, keeps getting better better, and only timetable, and Donaldson also running some drills there in third base as he works his way back. He was only on the 10-day IL list. Um, kind of either way, you know, I don't think you're in any, any rush. I'm obviously probably more in rush to see Rondon Beta. And maybe Donaldson last, so that's kind of the latest there on the injury run for the Yankees. So, Yankees, uh, you know, after putting themselves in kind of in a, in an 0-2 hole with the Twins, they able to sort of bounce back, you know, walk away with a series tie. Should have, you know, the game two was the one that bothers you. Um, they really should have took three out of four, but didn't. Nevertheless, we'll move on now. And Carlos Correa kind of like, you know, you hate to see him have success there, so he kind of came here and kind of stuck it to the Yankees a little bit. So, got that. And unfortunately, you didn't get your chance to boo Joey Gallo, but maybe there'll be some – other point down the line um you know that where well, that happens and of course there's always next season and the season after that and season after that so, so, so at some point they're gonna like go, i'll have it so that's the episode hope you enjoyed it and we'll catch you next time mm-hmm.